0: It is Super Tuesday or Super Thursday, as Biden might say, and one thing is clear, and that is Bernie must die. And Biden, of course, is the one to kill him, they think, at least. Because Biden, you see, has been the establishment favorite since the very beginning. And despite it literally being shocking that the Democrats would actually be stupid enough to commit political suicide again, like they did in 2016 by nominating somebody as unelectable and as laughable and as god awful as Hillary as they did in 2016 and now Biden, this is the same establishment that thought it would be fruitful. Not to find actual flaws in Donald Trump's presidency and to instead go for stirring up baseless conspiracy theories about Russia, Ukraine, porn stars and dementia. It's not a winning strategy, and that is why they lost and will ultimately lose again if this is how they choose to go forward. Plus, the United States fought a war to end slavery. Remember the little thing called the Civil War? But that doesn't mean we're not gonna exploit some slave labor if it means cheaper products, duh. Forget creating American jobs, we're just gonna use China's slave market to earn a buck, right? Right, come on, America. And finally, would you go see a chef to get a surgery? Probably not. Probably not. So why would a woman seeking to get an abortion go anywhere but a place that meets top medical standards? You know, unless it is that the left doesn't really care about women's health at all. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge will be here to explain. That is all coming up. I'm John Miller and the White House brief begins now. All right, by the time you guys see this, it very well could be that likely several, if not all of the 14 states have cast their votes in the primaries of Super Tuesday. And we're gonna have a much better idea of who's ultimately gonna be the Democrat nominee. However, first, I wanna quickly give you a message from our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. The mainstream media, big tech companies, Facebook, Twitter, even big mobile companies now are all in bed with the left. And we as conservatives need to stand with companies that support us and the values that we believe in. Patriot Mobile is the only cell phone service that donates a portion of your monthly bill to organizations fighting for the values that you believe in, like the right to bear arms, like the right to life, like the right to religious liberty and supporting our brave veterans. Starting at $25, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. Now I know, switching cell phone service carriers is scary, but Patriot Mobile really makes it easy for you. You can keep your number, you can bring your own phone, or you can buy a new one and get the same reliable nationwide service. So starting at just 25 bucks, plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide services with no hidden fees. Just go to patriotmobile.com Miller and get free activation when you use the offer code Miller plus a free gift when you open a new line. Or you can call their US-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Guys, we need to stick together. So join the fight. Join our family. PatriotMobile.com slash Miller or 972-PATRIOT. All right, so as it became more and more the consensus that Bernie would ultimately be the one to carry home the nomination, as early as last week people were saying that, well, the establishment wheels, they started to turn and they started to say, what can we do to take Bernie out and do everything in our power to rally behind the person who we think has the best shot to take him out and beat him? Because we can't have Bernie be the nominee. And so all of a sudden-
1: I am making the difficult decision to suspend my campaign for the presidency. I am ending my campaign and endorsing Joe Biden for president. I will be
0: casting my ballot for Joe Biden. Man, I forgot forgot what a loser that guy was. Now, they, of course, don't actually think that Biden's the best candidate or even an acceptable candidate, right? They don't. They're just falling in line with what the party tells them to do. When it comes to what they actually think about biden that is when they were asked before they had to cave to the party pressure say on for instance msnbc they sounded a little more like this is so joe biden a return to the past he is and and that cannot be who we are going forward um, we, we've got to mm. be bigger we've got to be bolder uh, we have to set wow. a much higher mark and be relentless in pursuing that yeah it sounds very different right sounds de- very different before Bernie started to rise in the polls and be a threat to the DNC, surging to a double-digit lead in some polls, Bernie was, and we know that that is actually unacceptable, right? That's extremely unacceptable for the establishment because Bernie is an outsider, and Bernie actually might not enrich the plutocratic donor class of the Democrat party. So in the same way they rigged the election in favor of Hillary back in 2016, well, the plan is to rig it now in favor of Biden. Donna Brazile remember Donna of course you do she admitted this she remember you might remember in her book she admitted it back in 2016 when she alleged that the DNC and the Clinton campaign had cut a deal that unfairly hurt Sanders and while Donna Brazile was interim chair of the DNC well she gave Hillary Clinton broad approval and control over the party committee before she was the nominee in exchange for Clinton's help fundraising And remember she even gave hillary clinton the questions before a debate so that hillary clinton would have a leg up over her opponents sounds a little crooked to me it was so bad and donna brazil knew what she did was so wrong that she literally had to call up bernie sanders remember she had to light the candles it was an article in politico and call up bernie sanders to explain to him what happened and she pretended to be apologetic but of course she actually felt no qualms because she's doing it again she felt no qualms about doing it during the race but don't you dare accuse the democrat party apparatus of doing it again or donna will come after you and donna will go ape you know what and amid cussing her out claim that rnc chair ronna mcdaniel is actually helping you guessed it the russians and for people to use russian talking points to sow division among americans that is stupid so ronna Go to hell. This oh, is not wow. about, know, go to hell. I'm tired of it, Ed. We're not, we're not trying to prevent anyone from becoming the nominee. If you have the delegates and win, you will win. This notion that somehow or another, Democrats are out there trying to put hurdles or roadblocks before one candidate, that's stupid. It's stupid. Really, why is it stupid? You guys have done it before. You know, it's obvious. That's the tell when people get belligerent like that, it means you're hovering right over the target. And a number of people in the media, like Cheryl Cassona, of Fox Business, answer this way when posed with the question of whether they feel actually all of this is being rigged against Bernie.
1: It looks like it was, I mean, and I'm sorry, but was Barack Obama involved in this? Was there some phone calls? Good question, so I Wall Street Journal <laughs> editorial board.
0: <laughs> yeah, good question, good question. We're not gonna talk about that, right? Good question. Why is it a good question? Only because they've done it before. Of course, in this instance, Obama has been too embarrassed to actually come out and endorse Biden publicly, but it is clear that the party that Obama led for so many years has made a decision together to work and to crush Bernie. As Pat Buchanan wrote in his column today, the establishment ultimatum is everyone get with the program of breaking Bernie and go with Joe or face retribution why because they think that if the nomination actually goes to bernie like it was leading to well then he's going to be crushed by trump (laughs) they don't realize that joe biden is also going to get crushed by trump nor do they truly understand how laughable a candidate joe biden is with his endless string of gaffes his flip-flops and his lies After all, this is the party that screwed over Bernie in order to hand the nomination over to the utterly detestable Hillary Clinton. They haven't a clue what actually appeals to the average voter. They spent the last four years trying to do just about anything but figure that out. Instead, they spun conspiracies. They chased down rabbit holes. They held endless testimonies and hearings. They lied. They sat in press conferences heckling the president. They made mountains out of fake news molehills, including tweets and typos, and how many scoops of ice cream the president ate, what kind of medications the president was using does the president have dentures is he suffering from dementia was there any way to get a campaign finance violation out of his alleged payments to porn stars and who's this crazy woman over here making insane allegations about trump raping her in a dressing room well let's put her on prime time They made up conversations out of whole cloth that the president had with the president of Ukraine. They tried to claim the president made up lies about Obama spying on his campaign only for it to turn out to be that Obama actually did spy on his campaign. And they were so desperate to get him out of office that they actually used the results of that spying to file a FISA request that started the entire Russia collusion hoax. They spent all of their time doing that and none of it trying to figure out what actually appealed to the American people. So it is their fault. And so it's no wonder that they see Joe Biden as their only hope in what is a pathetic case of the establishment attempting to strike back. China, I mean, they're the absolute worst. They are the worst. I mean, starting with coronavirus, they're the ones who started that whole thing. They're the ones who lied about how bad it was and let a bunch of their people travel all over the world, getting their germs everywhere, infecting everybody and then killing them. And then on top of that, now we're hearing about this Uyghurs for sale reeducation or Wiggers for sale as Joe Biden would pronounce it, forced labor and surveillance beyond Xinjiang. This new report shows that between 2017 and 2019, an estimated 80,000 Uyghurs were moved out of their concentration camps located in Xinjiang and into the factories of some of your favorite companies. A factory in eastern China that manufactures shoes for a U.S. company Nike is equipped with watchtowers, barbed wire fences, and police guard boxes. The Uyghur workers, unlike their Han counterparts, are reportedly unable to go home for holidays. How's that for believing in something, Krapernick? Right? I mean that 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 sounds a lot like slavery to me. But Nike's not the only company benefiting from their forced labor of Uyghurs. The report identifies 83 companies, including Abercrombie and Fitch, Adidas, Amazon, Apple, Calvin Klein, Gap General Electric, General Motors, Google, LL Bean, Land Rover, Microsoft, Nike, The North Face. Polo, Ralph Lauren, Skechers, Sony, Tommy Hilfiger, Victoria's Secret, Volkswagen, and Zara, to name a few. Sorry if your favorite companies were listed among those, but now you know. Now, China has always been known for their terrible labor practices. That's not new, and that's not a secret. If they're not using little kids, well, then they're using slaves. Uh, What difference does it make to you? You get a cheaper price. Well, what difference does it make is that China is our number one geopolitical threat right now, they are expanding, they are strengthening their influence across the globe. China theft of technology is biggest law enforcement threat to us, FBI says. We gave them this great ability to develop themselves into something, and guess what? It was a giant mistake. They do not share our values, that's to say the least, and we don't want a world dominated by a culture that just loves child labor, that just adores slave labor. So, I mean, we need to stop thinking of China as, you know, our little cute little adorable neighbors who make all of our cheap little crap and all of our toys for our children and all of our plastic and start actually thinking of them as our neighbors who make all of our cheap crap. Oh, and then have a plan to one day take us over and maybe even kill all of us with their epidemic diseases. I mean, it's a problem that so many so-called American companies are willing to compromise on our values for the sake of these guys, for the sake of the Chinese. So that's why America First, it's not just a right, it is an imperative to our survival. All right, coming up, we've got the Attorney General for Arkansas. She's working on a Supreme Court case that has to do with an abortion ruling, talking about abortion providers and why they need to have hospital admitting privileges. She'll be here to discuss why that is important. But first, I want to share with you how to keep your hair with keeps. Because you guys know losing your hair sucks. What doesn't is keeping your hair without leaving the couch. So if you're losing your hair, you guys got to know keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products. That's the real deal and the generic versions save you a fortune. Real simple, just answer a few online questions, snap a few pics of your hair, and a doctor will review everything and recommend the right FDA approved hair loss treatment for you. Then it is shipped discreetly to your door and you're probably wondering, is all of this just talk or is it going to work? Well, a whopping 66% of men experience hair regrowth thanks to Keeps. Losing your hair sucks, we've told you, so do something about it. Here's the deal, I got you. Go to keeps.com, that is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash today to get your first order of Keeps hair loss treatment. You'll get 50% off. Yes, you will get half off at keeps.com slash today. That is keeps.com slash today. Safe, legal, rare. That used to be the pro-abortion mantra, but not anymore. They don't even pretend to care about safety, as evidenced by a case set to be heard by the Supreme Court later this week. Louisiana says if you're going to be killing babies, you need to do that in a facility that actually meets proper standards with a doctor who has hospital admitting privileges in the event of an emergency. And the pro-baby murder crowd has a big problem with that. Why? I'm not sure. Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge is leading a 20-state coalition supporting Louisiana in an effort to protect women. And the Attorney General joins me now. Thanks so much for being here. Well,
1: thank you for having me on today.
0: So I thought it was safe, legal, rare. It looks like they don't even want it to be safe anymore.
1: Well, it is unfortunate that uh, this case is even being brought to the Supreme Court. However, it's important that uh, we stand with Louisiana. Again, Arkansas led a 20-state amicus brief, which is a friend-of-the-court brief, to explain to the court why this law uh, should stand in place and to protect women's health in Louisiana. Uh, Essentially, as you note in your intro, it's simply about making sure that whoever is performing this abortion, whichever medical provider, has admitting privileges into a local hospital within 30 miles. Unfortunately, what we have seen out of some of these providers and practitioners is that not only are they not uh, your medical doctors with those admitting privileges, they're also radiologists or ophthalmologists who are carrying out these practices of abortion that are on staff at these abortion clinics. And rather than uh, going and getting those admitting privileges, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals actually stated that these practitioners sat on their hands rather than getting those admitting practices.
0: So a few things here, because this is for people, I mean, a lot of people who are arguing for this are people who aren't even for abortion. They simply want it to be that if you are gonna do that procedure, we want it to be safe. And yet the people who say, well, we want it to be safe for women, are arguing, well, we don't want these hospitals to have, we don't want them to have hospital admitting privileges. I'm trying to square away how exactly that makes sense, because the other alternative would be for it not to be safe for women to do it at all.
1: Well, and this area must be regulated. And you're absolutely right that uh, the people, uh, like myself, I believe life begins at conception. And so while this is not a pro-abortion case, this is simply saying, if abortion is going to be legal in the United States, and in this particular instance in the state of Louisiana, uh, then it should uh, be safe and safe for the women. This is for future generations of women uh, who should they decide to have that procedure done and to take that life, then those women should be uh, have the highest standards of medical care given to them. But sadly, we have seen that these practitioners do not want to be regulated. And how can we have the fox guarding the hen house? Uh, they are simply, you know, more interested, quite frankly, in running to the ATM to have these patients, to have their uh, the money from these patients. And they are and being able to admit these women to the ER.
0: And they just want to basically, like you said, cash in on it because they're trying to make it seem like any old facility is capable of performing these procedures. Um, it is a dangerous procedure. It, it, it's not something that can just be easily done. And it's an extremely dangerous procedure. Um, what kind of risk does it put the women at?
1: Well, anytime- and there's actually
0: two individuals involved in this procedure, which people like to just gloss over.
1: Well, anytime uh, you have a medical procedure, it puts the woman at risk, and particularly uh, an abortion procedure. And we've heard from medical doctor on top of medical doctor, as well as women who have had botched abortions. And that is, you know, imperative that these women who have had some sort of a an abortion which has gone bad, worse than. They had expected worse than the medical provider had told them that they are admitted immediately into a hospital to where that physician, whomever is working on them, can pick up the phone and say, I have got sue smith whatever the name may be and Mm. she needs to be admitted right now and here are the complications that uh, as we just heard uh, senator bill cassidy from louisiana a physician uh, state that it's not enough to simply be prepared for complications that you must be prepared to handle those complications and to know that complications may arise at any point when you are working on a patient
0: and there are some folks who are worried i guess you would you could argue the opposition to this are people who worry that if uh, if abortion facilities have to meet these standards that they could be shut down
1: well if an abortion facility is not willing to meet the standards to be able to admit a woman to a hospital that abortion facility should be shut down because they are not looking after the women's health who they are propo- proposing to advocate for
0: so it's uh, so you're in Arkansas um, this is a Louisiana case, and there's 20 other states. So you're basically a coalition of states that is offering support in favor of, of Louisiana. Is that accurate?
1: That's right. And so uh, some of my colleagues include Curtis Hill of Indiana, Steve Marshall of Alabama, Tim Fox of Montana, Kevin Clarkson of Alaska. Uh, this is a not a geographic uh, fight. This is a fight for protecting the health of women and you know, essentially protecting the health of the unborn, too.
0: And, and, and so this is heard before the Supreme Court, and then hopefully what happens?
1: Well, hopefully the Supreme Court will agree that uh, these, this law that was put into place in Louisiana in 2014 uh, should be upheld and will throw uh, this case out uh, on its head and to require, again, simply requiring these practitioners who uh, conduct abortions to have admitting privileges to a local hospital.
0: Well... We wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Attorney General. We appreciate the time and best of luck. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast, please rate it. And if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.